200 years ago, an early morning journey changed Australian history. Good citizens of the colony of New South Wales! On May 11, 1813, a bell marked the beginning of a 21-day mission. Today's reenactment included three explorers, their four servants and livestock. The Blue Mountains crossing was led by Gregory Blacksland, William Lawson and William Charles Wentworth. Their discovery resulted in a 160-kilometre road that connected Sydney to the bush, linking lucrative agricultural land to the ports. Actor Jack Thompson joined the event and read some classic Australian poetry. I'm here because uh, I'm an Australian and I have a a deep and abiding interest in the history of this country and I grew up being taught about Blacksland, Wentworth and Lawson. It was an expedition that changed New South Wales from a small penal colony into a wealthy state. G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair Inca Aussie, or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa, and enjoy Aussie English. G'day you mob, welcome to this episode of Aussie English, the number one podcast for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. Guys, before we get into the episode, don't forget, if you want to get access to the transcripts, the MP3s, the premium podcast player, and everything else related to the podcast itself, sign up to the premium podcast at aussieenglish.com.au forward slash podcast. And if you want even more content to be able to study on your own, especially in this time whilst we're all in quarantine, you know, stuck at home doing very little quite often, or at least in my case, very little, watching TV, practicing uh, my Portuguese. If you want to improve your English whilst at home and get access to all of my course material that goes with the podcast, sign up for the academy at www.aussieenglish.com.au forward slash academy. The links will be in the transcript and they'll also be on the website. So, today, guys, today that movie scene was from Channel 10's YouTube channel where they were celebrating, they were talking about the celebration of the bicentenary of the crossing of the Blue Mountains in 2013. Now, the Blue Mountains were a serious barrier outside of the early colony in Sydney following uh, colonisation in 1788 with the first fleet arriving with Governor Arthur Phillip. And for a good 20 or 30 years, people didn't successfully go across these mountains and get to the other side, right? They didn't really have a reason to at the time because they were focused on getting the colony out of starvation and making sure that it could sustain itself before they, you know, got their eyes too big for their stomach and tried to expand rapidly. So, it wasn't until 1813 that they actually crossed the 
Blue Mountains and found a track to the other side. So, they were talking about that in this video, guys. Go and check out the full video to learn a bit more about the reenactment that happened in 2013 with actor Jack Thompson, who was there. He's a famous Australian Aussie actor who has been in films like Breaker Morant, The Man from Snowy River, and Sunday Too Far Away. These are really good movies if you want to learn a bit more about Australian culture and history. So, with that aside, guys, let's get into today's episode. And I have a joke for you to begin with. Here's the joke. Here's the joke. Did you hear the joke about the high wall? It's so funny, I'm still trying to get over it. (laughs) Right? Oh, God. So, uh, the joke there is with the expression to get over something, which is today's expression. So, I guess we'll get into that shortly. But the basic idea here is that a wall is very high. It's hard to get over. And as you'll find out, the expression today to get over something is to figuratively sort of recover from something or to um, move past something upsetting. Okay, we'll get into that shortly. So, as I mentioned... Today's expression is get over it, right? To get over something. You might hear this as someone telling you to get over it, you know, get over it. It's not an issue. Get over it. So, we'll go through and define the words in the expression, get over it. To begin with, we have the verb get, which is one of these verbs in English that has so many different meanings. It can be used in so many different ways. It's very versatile, right? But in this sense, get over it, the verb to get means to obtain something or achieve something in this sense of, you know, passing over something and achieving that thing. Over is to be beyond something, right? Or on the other side of something in this sense. Over is another word that has quite a few different meanings. But here it is like you have passed above, I almost said over something, you've passed above and beyond something, you've gotten to the other side of it. And then the pronoun it, I'm sure you guys will know the pronoun it, it is the singular general neutral pronoun, right? It. So, um, it's cold outside or I don't know what it is or um, have you seen it, right? That's the pronoun it. So, let's define the expression get over it. If you get over something, it is, say, if it's an illness, something upsetting, something like a startling experience, if you get over it, you recover from it, right? You you get past it emotionally. So, we'll go through some examples. I was about to list some off, but we'll go through some examples shortly. And secondly, it can be to overcome something, a difficulty, for example. You get over a problem, you get over an issue, you get past it, you overcome it, okay? So, the expression origin was pretty interesting. The origin of the idiom get over something dates back apparently to the 14th century, meaning to recover from something. So, the term is first seen in literature in the writings of John Berhervais, his book 36 Years of Seafaring Life, published in 1839, where he referenced an amputation. So, someone had their arm or leg cut off, right? It was amputated. And he said, such was his state that no one supposed he could ever get over it. And then in the 1990s, the phrasal verb get over started to be used as a short sentence. Get over it, right? Get over it. Get over it, mate. It's not an issue. Get over it. And the phrase was actually unofficially adopted by the gay community as a part of the slogan, we're here, we're queer, 
get over it. So, it has a pretty interesting history, this expression. So, let's go through some examples of how I would use the expression to get over something or to get over it in day-to-day life using English, okay? Example number one. Imagine that you've come down with the flu, right? You've caught a cold, you're under the weather, you're sick as a dog, and you've decided to stay home from work until you get better. But things go from bad to worse, right? You get sicker and sicker and sicker. Maybe you end up in hospital, maybe you end up getting pneumonia, you end up on a ventilator in the ICU ward, right? The intensive care unit in a hospital, you're there for a week, but slowly but surely, you start to get over the infection. Your body's immune system kicks into gear, it starts defeating the virus, and you eventually get over it. You recover from the illness, you get over it. Example number two, imagine that someone betrays you. Maybe you've got a best friend at school or at uni, or maybe you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and perhaps they do something like trick you, they take your bank card, and they go to the bank and steal your life savings, right? You trusted them, but they went to the bank, they ripped you off, and they took out all of your money and were never seen again. They ran off. So, this event really hurts you, you feel betrayed, you feel like you've been stabbed in the back, you've been taken advantage of by this person. It's something you're never going to forget and it will always be a chip on your shoulder for the rest of your life. So, if you have trouble trusting people in the future because of this event, you never quite got over it, right? It's an event, it's something horrible that happens, something hurtful, something nasty, something that you'll never get over. You never completely recover emotionally from it. You never forget it. You never move on. You'll always remember that that's what they did to you. You never get over it. The last example here, number three, imagine that you're like me when you get really interested and passionate about new hobbies or activities, right? So, you dive in head first, you become quickly obsessed with them, you spend heaps of money, heaps of time, heaps of effort pursuing these activities. Maybe things like photography or language learning, you know, buying books and materials to improve your language. Could be surfing, could be Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Instead of taking it easy at first, you know, and slowly but surely getting into the activity, you lash out hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars on equipment and spend hours and hours and hours on end studying the activity, watching YouTube, taking part in it, practicing it, everything like that. But maybe it's short-lived. Maybe it's a flash in a pan. And so, you get obsessed in the beginning, but it wears off really quickly. And within a few weeks, you lose interest in that hobby or that activity. You get over it, right? You've gotten over the activity, the hobby. You move on to something new. You were really passionate about it in the beginning, but you're no longer interested. So, you've gotten over it, right? You're past it. You're no longer fascinated with that thing. It's no longer your cup of tea, right? You've gotten over it. So, there you go, guys. That is the expression to get over something, often heard as get over it, right? And a cool little side here would be the expression build a bridge and get over it, right? It's kind of a joke here with create a bridge and move over the bridge, right? To cross a river or a creek or whatever it is that the bridge is there to help you cross. But if you tell someone build a bridge and get over it, It's kind of a cheeky, nasty, sarcastic way of telling someone to get past a certain problem or an issue that they have. So, maybe if you 
there's there's one thing left in a store to buy, right? There's one book, there's one dress, there's some item that you want. And your friend also wants it who's with you. If you buy it first and, you know, sort of say to them, ha, 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 it's mine, it's not yours. If they get upset, you could say to them, oh, mate, build a bridge and get over it, right? It's just a small trivial thing. Don't be a child, move on, get past it, build a bridge and get over it. That's a good expression that I used when I was a teenager. (laughs) So, as usual, guys, let's go through the listen and repeat exercise here where you can practice your pronunciation. And then after this, we'll finish up and you can go away and listen to the Aussie Fact episode where we're going to talk about the crossing of the Blue Mountains in Australia, how they got over the Blue Mountains. Okay, so let's do this listen and repeat exercise and finish up. Get. Get over. Get over it. 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 I just need to get over it. You just need to get over it. He just needs to get over it. She just needs to get over it. We just need to get over it. They just need to get over it. It just needs to get over it. Good job, guys. Don't forget, if you want to go through the pronunciation and learn more about the aspects of connected speech, the schwa, how words are being reduced, how to speak more fluently and naturally like a native English speaker, you know, if you're interested in reducing your accent, make sure that you join the academy where I will create a video for this listen and repeat exercise, going through it step by step and teaching you all of the tips and tricks to sound much more like a native speaker and improve your pronunciation and reduce your accent, okay? Sign up for the academy. Anyway, guys, with that, make sure that you check out the Aussie English Fact episode coming up next, which is going to be talking about the first people to have crossed the impenetrable barrier that was the Blue Mountains after the colonisation of Sydney Cove in New South Wales in 1788. It's going to be a good episode, guys. I'll see you there. Enjoy your week. G'day, mate. Thanks for listening to the Aussie English Podcast. If you'd like to boost your English whilst also supporting the podcast and allowing me to continue to bring you awesome content, please consider joining the Aussie English Academy at 
www.aussieenglish.com.au. You'll get unlimited access to the premium podcast as well as all of my advanced English courses and you'll also be able to join three weekly speaking calls with a real English teacher. Thanks so much, mate, and I'll see you soon. Bye.